I, f I feel like we haven't done like a true crime episode in such a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long while. So yeah, welcome back to the horribleness. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. It's, 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 it's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> we, we've got to laugh now because uh, <laughs> not going to be laughing for long. I am prepared. I'm I'm slightly excited for the spookiness and the <laughs> horribleness. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, first off, um, welcome to the Devil's Margarita. I'm Amanda. I'm Ellie. And uh, yeah, I uh, tried to finish my research off earlier in the week at night and I scared the shit out of myself. So um, <laughs> I just started to feel like a bit anxious, a bit uneasy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put this down and I'm not going to look at this until I can do it during the day. And uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. I mean, you know, you're. I feel like you're uh, a, a spooky veteran. You probably wouldn't be as freaked out as I was, but uh, yep, scared myself. So cool. In saying uh, that, though, <laughs> I do get scared very easily. Like it, it's it's not hard at all to scare me. <laughs> well, maybe you will then. Who knows? Probably. But, uh, before before we get into um, you know the 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 murder the the, the crime. I've got a couple of questions for you. Ooh, quiz. Okay, let's go. Okay. How much do you watch YouTube? Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Hard same. <laughs> I think I watch like YouTube more now than I ever have. And like, it's definitely <laughs> taken over the rankings of like Netflix and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, same. I, I, I don't really watch like regular TV that much anymore. Mm. Like definitely not any free to air. But I also just don't really watch Netflix that much anymore. Yeah, either. I don't. I don't know what's on free to air anymore at all. I have no idea. What's oh, going actually, on. I was watching Beauty and the Geek recently. That was on free to air, but I mean, I watched it later, like not when it was actually on TV. Right. Because <laughs> who the fuck does that? True. <laughs> Truly. Um. But yeah. Okay. So you watch a lot of YouTube. Do you have like favorite creators? I do. I watch a lot of Let's Players. Like a lot Ooh, okay. of gaming channels that mostly play okay. scary games because I don't want to play them because <laughs> I'm going to get scared. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. No horror games for me. Absolutely not. Okay, so you have like favorite creators and stuff. Like how well do you think you know them? Oh, I would say very little. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, because I feel like like the whole parasocial relationship thing, people do kind of feel like they know content oh, creators like super well absolutely it always like surprises me when like a creator comes out and says look guys I understand that you're like my fan base but please don't come to my house <laughs> like I mean who the, who the fuck even thinks about doing that right I, I and don't that know. just it blows my mind like what a whoa what <laughs> what are people doing <laughs> are, are you okay <laughs> do you need assistance exactly like why would you think that that is ever okay yeah, people definitely do, and that's, like, wild to me as well. I, I, I don't understand that. Um, but, I mean, I think there are, like, creators that I've followed for a while that I'm like, you know, I've, I think that I maybe know them a little bit at least. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... But I probably don't. I feel like a lot of the creators that I follow are not even just the creators, but, like, I feel like people have a persona online. Oh, and they definitely do. Uh, on social media. So I feel like I understand that persona. Mm. But, like... If I was to ever meet some of these people and hang out, I feel like they would be very surprising. Okay. Do you think that you would know if one of them was capable of murder? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, apart from, like, Shane Dawson or something. <laughs> yeah. 
For, for legal reasons, that was a joke. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, my mind instantly went to, like, Jenna Marbles. And, like, <gasps> I would never... Why would, su- would you think that about her? No, like, I would never suspect her of that ever true because she's just so wholesome me either and then like i'm thinking of other creators that i like follow regularly and i'm just like no way you're too sweet you're too nice (laughs) what well i mean if you haven't figured it out we are going to talk about a a youtuber who became a murderer oh um so we're going to talk about trey sessler or he was otherwise known as mr anime mr anime Yeah, so we're actually going to go, like, way back. This is, like, OG YouTube. The good old days. So I I personally don't actually remember him, like, from the time. But he was fairly popular, I would say, for, like, back then standards. But before I get into all of the grisly details, we'll talk about the family first. Okay. Trey Sessler was born on August 3rd, 1989, uh, to his parents Rhonda and Lawton, which I'm like, Lawton, what a name. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that as a name before. My Love mind it. instantly went to Taylor Lautner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, de- definitely don't look anything like uh, Taylor Lautner, just, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> so his his mother, Rhonda, worked delivering news- newspapers and his father was a teacher at a nearby elementary school. I had a really hard time even finding out what their occupations were, to be honest, and I find like – I don't know. I feel like I could find out every single thing about Trey Sessler. Right. Anything about his family was so hard to find. I just, I don't know. I feel like there's something off about that. But anyway, um, Trey also had an older brother, Mark, who was about four years older than him. Okay. So the family seemed by all accounts pretty normal or as normal as families can be. I mean, no, I, I feel like normal is such a lie. But Right. What I mean by that is there didn't seem to be any major problems there was no like tension between the parents or the parents and the children or like anything like that and I you know when they were kids like Trey and his brother were pretty close um he even said at one point that his brother was his best friend and they were all pretty well known and well liked like in their neighborhood so it all kind of seemed a bit normal (laughs) right like there's nothing really to report there um, like the most I could find was an article about their Christmas light display. Um, like that's how fucking normal we're talking here. How very suburban. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, everything just sort of seemed pretty normal, pretty pretty average. Okay. And, you know, by the time Trey got to high school, he wasn't like super popular, but he had a group of friends that were all into the same nerdy shit that he was. Mm-hmm. Again, pretty average. Right. So, like, he was uh, super involved in, like, his school, like, video club. Um, like, he really liked movies and that kind of thing. That's so cool. I wish we had a video club when I was I in was going to say, that is not a thing in Australia. We don't have that in high schools here. Right. Like, there's no yearbook club or, like, anything. Like, there's nothing like that. Like, extracurricular stuff. We don't Prom really have that. Prom committee. <laughs> what the fuck is that? We don't definitely don't have that. No. Well, we didn't when I was in school anyway. Mm. Teachers controlled everything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even like I'm assuming that prom is like our the equivalent to our formal. Like, like the formal. Right. Yeah. So like I don't know. Our formal was just like so stock standard. It was just like we're going Same. to this place at this time. <laughs> this is what you'll do. Well, okay. like my year 12 formal was at Curzon House, if you know where that is. No idea. Um, it's kind of like near Epping. It's okay. just like this big old mansion and – that was probably the coolest part about it. Well, the that rest sounds of it was so, ritzy. 
so fucking average. It was ridiculous. Ours um, was um both of wait, I'm trying to think back to my year ten for no, both of ours were at um the local showground. So <laughs> I mean that doesn't sound that bad. Um <laughs> It was something. Yeah, my year 10 one was just like in a community hall. Like it was so fucking boring. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I regretted spending the money on the ticket, to be honest. But yeah, th- we would, yeah, we don't really have like that. It's not like the same. Well, I, I guess we probably perceive it a bit differently because we know what we've seen in like movies and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. But it, it's definitely very different here. We don't really have any of that kind of stuff. So mm. um, I, yeah, I wish we had like a video club or something. That would be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I actually found a, a screenshot of Trey's Facebook profile um, on Reddit of all places. So I guess maybe take this with a grain of salt because it was Reddit. But um, this is what his face, like his Facebook profile said. It's kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> um, so it says, uh, welcome to the house of fun. I'm Trey. No nicknames or anything. I really like to take it easy and have a nice time. This is me. Side note. Uh, what a fucking redundant statement. Everyone likes to have a nice time. Right. It's kind of like way back when, when you'd be like, I just like to hang out and chill. Right. Or like every fucking dating profile that's like, I like to laugh. So does fucking everyone. Oh, no, I hate laughing. <laughs> Never want to do it again. <laughs> the worst. It's just I, it's such a bad time. Uh, okay. So <laughs> continuing. Um, I'm really interested in my education as a college student, and I'm really excited about graduating in a few years. I plant things sometimes in the spring, like peppers and strawberries. My car is the current is currently the most exciting part of my days. Pleased to meet you, though. Take it easy. It's kind of forgettable, isn't it? It really is. It is so painfully like average. Yeah, like, that, that's the thing that I kept coming back to when I looked at like, you know, like his family, or the stuff that I could find anyway, um, or like his life before what we're going to talk about. It's all just very average. Interesting. Pretty interesting in a way. Well, knowing that what's coming up is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so are you familiar with, like, this case at all? No. Do you know what's coming? I feel like I've heard of Mr. Anime, but I cannot rec- recollect, like, okay, what's happening. Well, we are going to watch some YouTube videos. <gasps> I love YouTube. Yay. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. So um, Trey was an aspiring filmmaker. He was super into movies and, like, making movies and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and YouTube was just a year old when he started. <sighs> uploading like this is how far back we're going so he started uh uploading videos on youtube under the name lens cap productions in 2006 when he was 17 and it is so painfully of the time old youtube is so different to like it is so different like it is so different to what we used to now so wild so inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna send you a link to his very first upload okay live react live react if I can find it. <laughs> okay. I've sent you the link. It's only two, two and a bit minutes long or almost three. That's right. Because you couldn't upload back then like longer than No. So all of his videos are very short, which is why I can send them to you. And we can live react to them because they're pretty short. Okay. Um, so what I will say is like this first video, it is very typical of the time, like very typical early YouTube content. And it is so different to what YouTube is today. Um, so it's really poor quality. It's overall just not very good. <laughs> is it named the same as when it was originally? Yes. So what okay. I've sent you is a re-upload okay. um, because his YouTube account did get suspended eventually. Yeah. But uh, it's, yeah, this this is all the same as when it was originally uploaded. Nothing's been changed. Okay. Two minutes 50. I'm going to watch this. 
Okay, let's go. The following was filmed on a web camera. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a web camera? Like a webcam? It's <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> oh. Oh god, that laugh track scared me. The the, the canned laughter is so bad. Yeah. I'll shoot him off this here property. Even though it's his. This is, this is so bad. Yeah. yeah. This is wild. Look at these angles. If this is on a webcam, kind of impressive, actually. Right. Okay, so he's the one knocking on the door. He's okay. the landlord. Yeah, I bet he's here to get our money. The script, though. Sound effects scare me. <laughs> They're so bad. <laughs> the acting, obviously, like high tier. Everyone, oh, this is—it's just so purely like 2006. Oh yeah, that's exactly the year it is. I love it. Where is my rent? I don't know. Ask the hick. It's <laughs> over there. Over where? Over there. Ah, I see. I don't understand some of these laugh tracks. Yeah, no, they're really bad. <laughs> uh, what happened? This is insulting. I want my rent and I want it now! <laughs> Why is it so dark in here? I'm a guitar hero! <laughs> this is bad. My God. I'm just like cringing on the inside. Right. <laughs> to this day, he's never been seen again. What do you mean? <laughs> Apparently, he's never been seen again. Well, okay. What did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's, I, I don't I really have an answer for you, but I, I will explain for everyone else who didn't just see that. Basically, it was a skit about a landlord trying to collect rent. It was really bad. Like, I'm not going to lie. Don't even bother looking it up. It's bad. Spoiler, he didn't get his rent. And then he was never seen again, so... Why? Uh, don't know. Look, I'm sure that, like, he and his friends had fun making that, but that was terrible. Right. I feel like if I was watching this knowing that no one committed a crime uh, <laughs> yeah. or hurt people, like, I wouldn't be so harsh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I, it, it is hard to know, like, what, how much is, like, me judging through the lens of what I know. Mm. But it's just, it's, it's very 2006. It's, it is. Th that was YouTube content back then. It was, wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> so that is basically what his early YouTube content was. It was like skits. Um, but then he sort of started to make short action movies instead. Okay. Um, and when I say short, I mean short, like three to four minutes, because that's all YouTube videos were back then. Yeah. Like, I don't think you could upload past either five or ten minutes at one point um yeah i was just looking at the um the playlist and there's like six seconds yeah. 32 seconds yes yeah. yeah no like they're uh they're not great uh, <laughs> but so yeah he um he started to make yeah these short action movies so the content wasn't cohesive because it was all very short uh -huh. so there wasn't like a storyline or anything like that but it was mostly just more you could tell that he was super into, like, fighting scenes. Right. Okay. So a lot of them had, like, swords or guns and he would do, like, all the special effects himself. And, like, it, it seemed like he was super into, like, the, the stuff that he was making at the time. Okay, cool. 
So he would also like make tutorials like on how to make it look like um, you'd been shot or how to create like a realistic bullet wound, stuff like that. So like he'd make the content and then teach you how to make the content. Right. Okay. Very of the time. Very. Yeah. I mean, does anyone even do tutorials anymore? I feel like they don't. I haven't watched a tutorial in so long. Me either. I sh- I'm sure they still exist. Yeah. But I just don't feel like they're as popular anymore. I don't know. I feel like the last tutorial I probably would have watched would have either been something to do with work or like a beauty tutorial. I was going to say, I used to watch a lot of makeup tutorials back in the day. Same. But I cannot remember the last time I looked at one. No. Even though looking back on the short action videos are a bit disturbing, knowing what's going to happen. On their own, like before that, they really weren't that bad. He was also from Texas, so gun ownership is pretty common. Mm -hmm. It's also the US. Like it's a bit different for us sitting here looking at that because like in that very first skit, there are guns in it. Yeah. Um, That to me was like a little bit confronting. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I feel like it's different for us. Mm. Guns in general are way more confronting than like an American looking at that. American looking at that would be like whatever probably. Mm. But for us, I'm like, fuck, that's a huge gun. (laughs) Right. And then the first time it like kind of like when it went off, I was just like, wait, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> to me, I'm like, that is scary, but I'm sure to other people who are used to owning guns, mm. that's probably nothing. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it didn't like there were no huge red flags coming up at this point. This is all kind of normal. Mm-hmm. But I think like also, I was thinking about this when I was writing my script, is that it's weird to look on YouTube and see guns. If you did that today, I feel like those videos would get taken down. Yeah. Um, because, you know, YouTube's very, like, safe and doesn't like to, you know, um, do anything that might be depicting violence. Not that there was any in that first skit that we watched. Mm. But, like, I feel like if you had multiple guns in a video, it would probably get taken down. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know because that's not something I've ever had to think about. It's not the kind of content I would watch anyway. Yeah, exactly. Same. But I would think just knowing that, like, YouTube can be really strict. Yeah. Yeah, they're really... Surely. Pretty harsh on the TOS. Um, so even though all of this was not really like a huge red flag or anything, probably should keep in mind how often Trey had guns in his videos and he owned like a dozen of them. So, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. It was weird to me. Might not be weird to other people. Yeah. He did that for a while, but the thing that made him more popular was he started to shift into doing anime and movie reviews. So he started doing a series called Mr. Anime, which is what he was sort of later more well known for. And I, again, when I was like looking at this, I'm like, oh, anime reviews, like that's nothing special. Like how many channels do that kind mm. of thing. But at the time, right. anime was really niche. Like it wasn't very popular like in yeah. Western countries, but it wasn't that popular back, you know, in the mid 2000s um so he was like kind of one of the first to do that there was like him and basically one other guy at the time right and that was it which is wild to think about <laughs> yeah i mean you i guess you just think back to like early 2000s youtube like very first you know there wasn't a huge amount of like even just beauty youtubers um no like i can think back to like michelle fan what was her name Juicy, juicy something, Blair, juicy someone. I don't know. See, I don't even think I was watching that kind of content on YouTube back then. It was mostly like funny cat videos. Oh, see, back then that was when I was like really into like the whole YouTuber thing. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think like the first video I ever seen that could even even remotely be considered that was, do you remember like the Jenna Marbles video, like how to trick people into thinking you're really good looking? <laughs> yeah. I think that was like kind of one of like the first ones of that. And I think that was like, what, around 2008? Mm, yeah. Uh, fuck, man, that was so long ago. I'm so fucking old. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he had this sort of anime review thing because people weren't really doing reviews then even. Like that wasn't really the content that was on YouTube. He he like did get a lot of attention. I felt like as I was reading this stuff and people like a lot of attention, the numbers that they're talking about are so low in comparison to what we would think about now <laughs> that I'm like, how is this considered popular? But obviously the t- YouTube back then was a very different time. Right. I um so way, way, way back when I had a YouTube channel. Like it would have been like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Oh wow. And yeah, it was my very first YouTube channel. And I just remember I hit like a thousand subscribers and it was mm. a huge deal. Like YouTube, I think at that point sent me an invite to be like partner. Oh, wow. And like a, like back then you had to apply for it. Um, Jeez. Which was crazy. Like as soon as that happened, I was just like, no, this is scary. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there was like one video that I watched of his where he was like, you know, I'm at like 990 subscribers or whatever, nearly a thousand. That's crazy. And like in the timeline, people are like, oh, he was like exploding in popularity. I'm like a thousand exploding in popularity. Right. I guess that was true though for the time. Yeah. Because people, I think it, it was like sort of like the very beginning of people caring about how many subscribers they had. Because mm. like prior to that, it wasn't really a thing. No one really cared. Right. Like back then, no one had even remotely hit close to a million yeah, absolutely. Like, definitely nowhere near that. The millions didn't come until, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, realistically. Like, not a couple, but, like, you know. But I, I feel like even, like, the most popular videos on YouTube weren't getting millions of views back then. Yeah, not that soon. No, definitely not. Crazy. So he continued to upload videos for the next six years, and it kept consistently growing in popularity. His views were pretty good. He was getting more subscribers. And so he did all of the things that typical YouTubers even today do, including starting drama with another anime review channel right. um, and doing collaborations. Um, so he also did a series with his brother who was known as the anime analyst and he was like a uh, like really nerdy kind of character. Okay. Yeah, it was all like fairly standard YouTube stuff. Um, he was still doing like a mix of like the anime reviews and like the um, like the action movie stuff. It was all just like a weird mix. He did some vlogs, like it was um, and like Q and A's, and it was just all very all over the place. You know how like these days they're like you have to have like all the same content on one channel. Right, it has to be branded. That was not what he was doing. He was doing whatever the fuck he wanted, whenever the fuck he wanted. Man, but again, very of the time. Yeah, absolutely. So towards the end of his YouTube career, he started to add in opinion pieces, including commentary about the recent U.S. mass shootings that happened in 2009. Right. So I'm going to send you that video as well because it is a little like, eh. when I watched it, I kind of like was like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't like that. God, they're not even like wide videos. Either. <laughs> uh, so this one was uploaded on the 4th of April 2009. Okay. So this one's titled On the Recent Shootings in the U.S. Hey everybody! A minute and Season forty. Let's go. And today I'm running on something. This lighting does nothing bit... for him to say that he's a nice no. person. <laughs> yes, I'm running on something. Not at all. A little bit anime unrelated. I don't I'm think that like um, ring lights are a thing. <laughs> no. Uh, Pittsburgh, New York, Alabama, 
California. Um, it's like every day I get online and click open Yahoo or whatever I open and let the publicity fill my mind with bad thoughts about uh, the place I live. How do you click so, open on Yahoo? I don't know what's going on. You know, God, Google wasn't like, even well, that popular. Oh, the God. The economy's gone bad. I'm losing job and getting mad and shooting everybody. Yeah, I guess that makes sense since all a lot of the shooters lately had <laughs> recently lost their job. But um, I'm a firearms owner myself, but uh, it's uh, it, it is a little bit disturbing to know that you could be a victim in something like this at these times. All the people that were victims, you think it won't happen to me, but sometimes it does. But seriously, every day I open Yahoo, I'm like, well, time to see what today time to see what today's shooting is, and hey, there's another one. So I don't know when it's gonna stop. I think it's. I love that he keeps hitting his desk, why? and it's just like reverberating his uh, background. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? So with that, just uh, making everyone aware. If no one has heard any of about it, look, you can look it up. But uh, very frequent, uh, frequently in the news. I'm sure it does happen. I live close to Houston, and uh, you know it's Houston. It's a huge city. There's shooting. I'd imagine day, uploading a lesson two minutes YouTube. Uh, I don't yeah. know, but um, right. Yes. Thank you for watching, and I will see you later. Basically, the video, he doesn't really actually say much of anything, to be honest. Yeah. Um, he's just like, yeah, there are mass shootings. Yes, there are. That's, that's basically it. I probably should have looked up which ones were the ones that he was referring to, but I didn't. Um, but, yeah, basically, he just says that there are mass shootings. It's not good. Um, it does throw in that he owns guns for some unknown reason. Right. Like, but it was a bit just like nothing. Yeah, even, like, the response is not, like condemning said mass shootings it's just like well no. it could happen to you yeah but if, what? i think he does say something like it, it it uh like it could like unfortunately happen to you or something like that he's not like yay mass shootings or anything right but he's also not like but he's also not like this is uh, fucking boo, like shit uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um just very neutral about it which is kind of weird to begin with yeah kind of makes me feel a little uncomfortable knowing what i know very matter of fact yeah I don't think he, he doesn't really seem to have any feelings one way or the other. Yeah, weird. But if you kind of couple that with, if you, like, I've watched most of them now, which honestly hurt my brain a little, but the amount of times that there are guns in his videos, like there was one where he was like just talking about something and there was just like a massive shotgun on the, um, like, set of drawers behind him. That is so wild to me. Like, to me, that is wild, but I guess we're viewing that from an Australian lens. Right. Where, like, we would never see, like, guns in general life ever. Right. I, oh, I, I, Sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable when I see a cop with a gun. Yeah. It, I don't know. Like. So, like, it, it feels really, like, ick to me. Yeah. But also, I guess, like, I, I know what I know. Mm. I think, like, if you're not familiar with this case, you probably know something with guns is about to happen. Um, <laughs> But it's... I don't know. I just don't know how to like feel if it is just me being Australian, not comfortable with guns, or if that's like normal for Texas. Someone's gonna have to tell me. I <laughs> yeah, like I personally, I've never shot a gun. I don't feel comfortable personally with yeah, guns, just because like for me, I feel like it sets off my anxiety and my control issues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that like that is just too much power in my hands personally. Yeah, uh, I um I've shot a gun once in the US uh, and I didn't like it. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Mm. I felt too powerful. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like that feeling. <laughs> I don't. I mean, also I felt unsafe 
like through the whole thing because again this is just like a, a difference in um like culture essentially yeah exactly that i walked into a gun range they didn't even ask for my name even though i'm clearly not american handed me a gun it's wild and that was all okay and i'm like um excuse me <laughs> right like- and then like we went into a range where there was literally nothing stopping me from just turning to the person next to me and shooting them it's just wild to me like um even in Australia, you know, you can own guns. Like I think that especially yeah, for people overseas, they hear that we have strict gun laws. Um, but, you know, you you can apply for a gun license. Um, mm-hmm. There are very strict laws in Australia, which I think is fantastic. So it's not like we don't have yeah. them at all. <laughs> no, and, like, I, I have seen, like, guns in general life. Like my grandfather owned a gun when I was a kid. Like right. I have seen guns. I've seen them yeah. used. Like it's not – like it's a thing that could never ever possibly happen. You can ha- own a gun yeah. in Australia. It's actually not that hard. You just have to go through a process to do it. So right. most people don't bother. Right. Because what do you need it for anyway? Exactly. It's I think we as Australians now, especially since it's been so long um since mm. uh we've had our guns taken away. <laughs> like we just we've adapted to that and we're like, okay, well yeah, fine, whatever. Um mm. But like this brings up the whole whole like gun ownership. I mean, thing it does. <laughs> like I was, I was gonna say, like this, it's it's not the debate to have right now. I'm just more like, do I feel uncomfortable with seeing exactly. gun in videos it's... because I'm Australian and I don't see them often? Right. Or is it like my opinion is biased because I know what he eventually does? Right. Well, I have no idea. Or is it just normal and I don't know that? Yeah, I have no idea what he does. Um, I, I don't know this story um, off the top of my head, but yeah. I can say that, like, as a, me, like, being like growing up in Australia and not having um, a high level of exposure to guns, like, it makes mm. me uncomfortable. When I see yeah. it in movies, not as much because I know that it's very controlled and I'm probably it's likely fake anyway. Yeah, I'm probably not even looking at a real gun or a real bullet being shot. But when I see it in videos, it makes me feel weird. Like it makes me yeah. feel very uncomfortable. Same. I just don't know like why it's making me feel uncomfortable in this situation and if other people would view it as totally normal and not a red flag. Mm. So that was my main point anyway, yeah. with that. Moving on from that. So he also had other opinion pieces that were a little like like not odd but just a bit like ick. Um, so he, he, was, he talked about like his opinion on the war that was happening at the time. Um, and then he had like this very strong opinion piece about um, something called NEETS, which I think is like a Japanese thing from my understanding. So it stands for uh, not in employment educational training. It's a bit of a derogatory term, basically calling someone kind of lazy for not doing anything. Okay. Um, so he like had a very strong opinion on that. So he basically says in that video that these people are unfairly judged. Um, and that many people in that situation might be working on their own projects like he is with YouTube. Right. Which I guess is fair. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know what prompted him to make that video. Maybe someone accused him of being lazy. I don't know. Potentially. Um, but he's, he has very strong opinions in that one. Also odd because that's one of his last ones. Right. I'm not sure like what was going on there. So his final YouTube videos are a bit odd, but not kind of like in the way that you would think. So he posted a video titled Mr. Anime is Planning Something on the 13th of February 2012, which does sound kind of like ominous, threatening. However, the video is not threatening at all. Yeah. So it's his third last video that he posts, and I'll send it to you. It's only a minute long. Okay. Well, hi everybody, it's Mr. Anime here. 
And I'm recording on my MacBook's web camera, and my MacBook's from like four years ago, so the web camera's not that great, so you'll have to bear with me. This is just an update video to let you guys know that uh, I'm going to reward myself with a, probably a two or three week break coming up here from YouTube videos, uh, anime reviews in particular. I might do some blog stuff. Um, I want to thank you guys a lot for sticking with me and watching the channel. Uh, I got more subscribers than ever. I have more views than ever. And uh, everything is going really good. So um, I'll probably be putting out some blog videos, like I said. And I hope you enjoy those blog videos. I hope you definitely enjoy those. And um, the Google AdSense thing has been going great. And uh, I really appreciate you guys um, clicking on my uh, page. Well, I won't say it, but you guys know what to do. And I'll uh, I'll see you with some blog videos. Thanks for I watching find him dad. very odd in that, like that video, for example, he was just talking about he was just going to have a break um, and that he was mm -hmm. super thankful. Yeah, he doesn't say very much in that video at all, right. to be honest. But I also find it weird because like even though he's like saying that he's super thankful, like he doesn't. His face is very blank when he says it. I, I don't know. See, I didn't really, like, get that impression from it at all. Really? I, no, because, like, I feel like YouTube was like that at the time. There was no over-the-top, like, you know. Right. Big, uh, sort of, like, you know, announcement video. Like, that wasn't, like, the way things were done. Mm. Like, to me, it sort of seemed more normal that he was just, like, sitting in his room filming a video being like, I'm going to take a break. I'm thankful. Mm. That was it. Yeah, I guess that definitely makes sense. I think, like, now everything's so hyperactive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, everything's, like, super hyped and, like, super, like, some big you know, production. over the top. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas this is just a dude sitting in his room. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? That's the way I took it. But I, watching it again just then, I'm like, he doesn't seem to be, like, anything. This is very blank. Yeah. Like, there's not much emotion of anything, really. No. But again, it doesn't really scream like something is wrong. Mm. It's just very blah. Indeed. So uh, his final video after he, uh, well, he, he, he posts that video in particular saying he's going to take a three-week break. Um, then he posts his little rant on Neats. And then his final video is titled Mr. Anime's New Job, which was posted on the 13th of March, 2012. I'll send that one to you now. Oh, okay. So the one before... His final video was a rant. It was a rant, yes. Um, and he was, like, pretty passionate in it um, about sort of people um, viewing people that aren't working or, you know, in, uh, like, uh, sorry, like, in education. He does seem, like, pretty angry about it. So I'm assuming someone has said something to him about not working right. or being in college or something. And so this but is his last video. This is his very last one, Mr. Anime's new job. I mean, it's only uh, like a minute and a half long again, but again, you're not going to find like too much in it. Okay, let's have a look. Well, hey everybody, what's going on? It's Mr. Anime here. And well, I have some pretty good news. It's not, well, I have some kind of bad news, but it is good news. The good news is that I now found a full-time job in a department that I'm uh, interested in, which is film. I'm still going to be doing the Google thing, though. And I'm still going to be doing videos. So keep supporting Mr. Anime. I'll still be doing anime reviews. But probably not as many. Because this job will be full time. But thanks to all of y'all. I've been able to be recognized by some people. And I'm going to be doing some good stuff. Mr. Anime Season 2. We've had a lot of history together. 
but I'm gonna be gone for some work. And Look I at that editing, right? But like, Come on. 2012 is pretty good. Think about it. Yeah. You, sir. Uh, you, cool. sir. Cool. So please support me. What the fuck uh, was that conversation? Though? I don't know what that was. <laughs> but everyone, everyone, all you guys, you know, I think I'm the only one here. And of course, click my. Well, you know what to do. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Over the four or five years, I appreciate it a lot. I I feel like that one is the one that I've seen the most emotion out of him for. And I also think it's kind of weird that he posted, like, a rant about, like, essentially lazy people um, or mm. being accused of being a lazy person or whatever. Um, yeah. And then the next video after that is, well, I have a new job. Yeah, and it's full time, so I won't be able to do YouTube as much. Right? Yeah, it's it's very strange, but I think it's like more strange in the way that it's like so normal. <laughs> um, like it's not anything remarkable at all. Um, it's just you know, the, the whole video is just him saying I've got a full time job now. Mm. Um, I want to still make content, but it may not be as much. That is it. Yeah, there's this weird skit in it that makes no sense. <laughs> So, okay, I'll explain the skit if anyone watches it. Um, so basically he uh, sort of broke up his anime reviews into seasons and then he would have arguments with his past season self. Right, okay. Um, which, again, like it sounds weird, but it's not really. Like think about how many TikToks you see with people arguing with themselves. It's not like if you're a one-person show, right. it's not really that weird. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was him talking to the past season self. Okay, gotcha. So it it does make sense in his other content, but it's still like I don't I don't know what the purpose of that little skit was. It didn't really make any sense. Right. Okay. Gotcha. At that time, when he uploaded that Mr. Anime's got a new job video, he had over three hundred videos, and he had about four and a half thousand subscribers. Wow. So he was still making decent money off that. Yeah, especially at the time. Um, because this is this is before Ad, Ad, Ad Apocalypse or anything. Like mm -hmm. this is when – this is like peak YouTuber making money time. So you probably didn't really need to have that many subscribers to make a decent living off it. Right. That's covering all of like the YouTube stuff. Now we're going to talk about his personal life. Oh, no. Um, so this is where it gets a little bit more dicey. I watched a lot of uh, kind of like videos of people like trying to dissect his YouTube content to see like if there was anything that would – hint at what he would eventually do and a lot of people like really went into it I don't think looked a bit too hard to try and find stuff because I looked at a lot of it and it was just very mid-2000 YouTube content there was nothing really that like stood out to me to be like oh fuck he's losing his mind or anything like that to me right like it's easy after the fact when you already know essentially what's going on yeah exactly happened, to pick and choose and find answers for questions that like the answers aren't actually there you're just you're projecting yeah you know. you're seeing yeah. what you need to see in order to rationalize exactly and i will say like watching back over this in like 2022 was weird like the content is weird mm. but all of the content was weird back then yeah <laughs> so, like, i mean it's it's weird like it is yeah. weird but like when you take into the context that it was like 20 like 2006 you can't even say 2006 yeah. like 2000, no, yeah. <laughs> 2006 um yeah it it doesn't doesn't seem yeah. that out of place i mean and i think for a lot of people who did like review this and like really dissect it probably weren't 
old enough um, in 2006 to really remember what YouTube was like back then. Right. Um, so maybe like to them, it does seem like really weird. Uh, but to me, like me, like my personal opinion is that there was nothing really in his YouTube videos that I went, oh, fuck. Mm. Um, so his personal life is a bit more of, a, I guess, a red flag, if we want to call it that. I'm I'm even struggling to call it that, to be honest. I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so he did go to college for about two years on and off, but then he decided that college wasn't really for him. And there was some tension with his father in relation to that. Um, apparently his dad was like pretty unimpressed with the decision to leave. Um, but I kind of feel like that would be most parents in that situation. Mm -hmm. I just felt like that was all fairly normal, like teenage stuff with your parents, um, because he was still living at home and that sort of thing. And he didn't really have any long-term jobs after that, but he did have a few, um, jobs that, you know, like part-time jobs that he was, you know, making money from. So, and also he made money from YouTube and he did spend a lot of time on that. So it wasn't really like he was like sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. He also did start seeing a psychiatrist, um, which I think made his dad feel a lot more better about the situation that he was like actively trying to do something to improve himself. Um, and then sort of like the tensions weren't as bad after that. Okay. Um, but he did move out of home and, um, I I just I made a really bad typo. I said he moved out of home in 2021. Wow. <laughs> that is not true. He moved out when he was 21. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he moved out of home when he was tw- when he was 21 um into his grandparents' place. Um so his grandparents had passed and left the house to his parents in the will so the parents his parents gave him the house basically. Um so when he moved out of home, he lived there on his own and that might not have been the greatest idea because he did have some mental health struggles. Right. He was taking medication for bipolar and anxiety that he'd been prescribed. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like it seemed like he had tried a few different medications to get it under control, but it sort of seemed mostly okay. Um, there were times where he had delayed getting his prescription and that sort of thing, but nothing like nothing really big happened um, from that. Right. The Friday before the incident we're going to discuss very shortly, he actually did text his mum to make him a psychiatrist appointment. So he might not have been doing well at the time, but there were no details about why he sent that text or anything. Okay. There were other signs that things were going a little downhill though. Um, once he was kind of out on his own, uh, he did start to abuse drugs and alcohol. Right. Um. One of his friends, Chris Miller, said that Trey was basically constantly fucked up on drugs from about 2008 to 2011. Okay. And there's some other really not great stuff um, that includes animal abuse. Nope. Don't want to know. <laughs> I am not going to detail what it was. Thank God. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later, but I'm still not going to go into too many details. I just didn't really want to look into it, to be honest. Yeah, um, fair. But it will come up again later, unfortunately. He was also diagnosed with pneumothorax, which I'd never heard of before, uh, in 2011. Um, It's apparently a condition that occurs when air leaks into the space between your lungs and chest wall, and it pretty much collapses your lung. Oh, wow. At the time, in his YouTube videos, you could kind of tell he was like out of breath a lot. Mm. Um, But he had a minor surgery, and it was all fixed, and it was all fine after that. Okay. Okay. so the only other really odd thing um, that I'm going to note is that it kind of seemed like he was getting to be a bit p- 
paranoid. Right. A lot of like his friends kind of contributed this to him being on his own a lot. So apparently like he would get really paranoid that like someone was trying to break into the house or like something like that. So he would do strange things like one of the examples they gave was that he would tie the back door to the front door with extension cords so that no one could open them from the outside. Right. Um, so he was, he was having a little bit of a time, I think. And I think there was like one other example where he had set up like a booby trap with um, a gun pointed at the front door. <gasps> no. Um, but he eventually dismantled it because he was scared that his parents would open the door and get shot. Oh, so. God. So, yeah, he was, he was having a, a time with some paranoia. Um, and then in March 2012, he made a couple of calls to the police that were also a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of them was that he reported that he was in his backyard and then he heard a bullet whiz past his head. Um, right. but he couldn't see where it came from or who did it. Okay. So that kind of seemed like, is he a bit paranoid? Did he imagine that? I don't know. Mm. Um, he called again. Uh, a couple of days later, asking if it was legal for a civilian to own a bulletproof vest. Um, uh. So it also seems like maybe it's a bit paranoid. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, there was a lot of examples of like people saying, oh, he was a bit paranoid in the house about people coming in and that sort of thing. But I didn't really see anything else, like and nothing to sort of describe the extent of that paranoia. Right. So it might have been really bad. Okay. But it might also not have been. Gotcha. I kind of feel like the two calls to the police are the thing to me that says, fuck, man, he must have been really paranoid. Yeah, definitely. Because he thinks someone's shooting him in his backyard so much so that he thinks he needs a bulletproof fence. Right. I'm like, I've never in at any point in my life felt like I needed one of those. No, me either. So I feel like that has to be some kind of like serious level of paranoia. Yeah, absolutely. Personally. That's just my personal opinion, but... Yeah, I think I think he was having a bit of a time, which I find like really odd in a way, because having like reviewed the YouTube footage from that time, he doesn't like he doesn't he doesn't seem like it. Like he has skits where like there's one where he's like in his garage and he thinks that someone's breaking in. So he shoots them. Then like the other videos where he's just sitting there talking, he seems fine. Wild. So it's like, which one's the real one? That's so weird. Yeah, that, that, that that's like the thing where it sort of seems like pretty contradictory to me. Right. I would recommend if you have the time to go back and watch the videos, like the YouTube videos. Like they're not very long and you can get through them pretty quick. But like, I don't know. It just sort of seems really wild to me. Like I feel like the thing that he does doesn't really match what is seen in the videos. Yeah. I will say you can definitely see where he started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can definitely tell when that happens but apart from that and even then like he just sort of slurs a bit and that's like it's not it's not like wild like you know right yeah it's just a bit like oh I, I can tell he's a bit tipsy yeah not completely incoherent um, just a bit I feel bad like kind of downplaying what's seen in the videos in comparison to what actually happens but honestly it just sort of seemed like the YouTube stuff doesn't really add anything to the case okay like it's all there it's all documented but like i don't really feel like there's any clues or like no neon major signs. exactly like to me and I've, I've seen like a fair few people say the same thing there's nothing really there that you know like i think it's good that you can um look at the footage from that time but i don't know that there's like anything in there that says i will become a murderer right yeah 
which is kind of terrifying. No, that is absolutely terrifying. That's probably the most terrifying part is that, okay, he seems a little weird and maybe a little bit like eccentric, but that's, that doesn't equal murderer. Right. I think it's, I think part of the reason why people that commit murders and heinous crimes are so scary is because they generally don't look like, you know, they're just going to roll out of bed one morning and like do a mass shooting or whatever the fuck, you know, like. Exactly. Bizarre. It's terrifying. And I, as I say, and most people who are like, you know, they'll ask people that they know and they'll be like, oh, they were a nice guy. I can't believe they did this. Yeah, they were just a little bit quiet or whatever. Yes, it's always that. It's always like, oh, they're a little bit quiet. But then, like, what are you going to assume that every quiet person is a murderer? That's absolutely fucking not true, obviously. Right. Uh, so, look, I think I've probably put it off for as long as I possibly can. Oh, here we go. But here we go. So, strapped in. It was a week. After he posted his final YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at, at the 20th of March in 2012. Um, and he was at his parents' place. Okay, it's so like, warning, this is not going to be good. I'm going to detail things. It's, it's not great. Um, he calls his mother into the garage to ask her to look at his car. However, when she gets into the, gar- the garage, he shoots her multiple times at point blank range. Oh, no. Which I... I, there's so many things I hate about that, obviously, but the fact that like she would have thought that that was totally normal and just walked in there without a second thought, not knowing. That's your son. Yeah, like why would you not trust them? Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he, he apparently shot her about four times, four or five times Jeez. in like the torso area. And while he's doing that, his older brother Mark hears it. Oh, no. I think this is the most disturbing part of this is because he probably actually didn't think gunshots were that out of place um, because uh, Trey used them a lot in his videos. Right. So he probably would have assumed just Trey filming a video. Yeah. Oh, no. Mark isn't alarmed by it, but he does say when Trey comes back in, Mark says to him, I don't know what you're doing out there, but it's really loud. Trey doesn't say anything to him. Trey just walks into his bedroom at his parents' pace, picks up a loaded gun, walks back out into the hallway and shoots his brother twice. Oh, no. Mark somehow survives the initial attack and gets himself into the bathroom and locks himself in there. Oh, fuck. The noise, however, was enough to wake up his father, who was asleep. His father calls out and asks what's going on, and so Trey goes into the bedroom and shoots him twice while he's in bed. No. No, no, no. Fuck. Why do I feel so panicked? Yeah, no, because it's not over. Mark's still alive. Oh, but he's in the bathroom. Leave him alone. I know, right? He got in there. Just let him go. Just let him go. But unfortunately, he doesn't do that. Knowing that Mark is still locked in the bathroom, Trey goes and shoots through the locked door multiple times. (sighs) He eventually shoots the lock off the door. Fuck's sake. And when he goes inside, he finds his brother curled up in a ball on the floor. No. um, In a pool of blood. Uh, So Trey actually at that point thinks that um, Mark's dead. He probably was. But just to make sure, he goes back and shoots each family member an additional three times to make sure they're dead. Oh, my fucking God. Like, it's it's horrific. What the fuck? Um, I don't know, like, what happened on this particular day. Like, what made him snap? Whether this was the plan all along. I, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that. I, I just, I don't know what he was going through his mind at the time. I just, I just don't know how he did it. What? Like the how he made himself do it. I, 
I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things where I'm like, there's no real reason here. Um, it's just, it's not snapped. like, you know, it's not like his, his parents had done something horribly wrong to him or like they'd had an argument the day before or anything like that. He just decided to do it. There is a reason, but it's a really shit one. Oh. So I'll, get, I'll get into it. So the murders of his family occur at around midnight and at about 2 a.m. he calls his mother and father's workplaces and leaves a message to let them know that they won't be in the next day. It's unclear when this happens, but at some point he destroys the entire house. What? He goes through and he shoots through like the TVs and like the light fittings. Um, he like throws furniture over. Um, he threw out all the food from the fridge into the kitchen. He breaks all the glass in the house. He tore the oven door off its hinges, which I'm like, was he high at the time? Because how the <sighs> fuck do you do that? And like no neighbors are hearing all these gunshots going off? I guess not. Because I found nothing to say that anyone heard any of this. Um, it unfortunately gets a bit worse. No, yeah. I don't want it to get worse. I want it to be done. <laughs> so trigger warning, animal abuse. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he also kills all of his father's birds. No. Um, and then he picks up the birdcage and like slams it into a wall. He shoots through all the fish tanks in the house. And he also shoots his pet ferret, which – and he uses the same gun on the ferret that he does his parents, which I don't understand. And the worst thing is, um, you can go back, his ferret is in his videos. Fuck off. No. He very much treats it like a pet. So that to me, honestly, it's kind of just as bad as him killing his family. Like I just, I just don't understand um, why he does it. So as part of his destruction of the house, he also writes all over the walls and the doors. What the fuck? So some of the things he wrote were, why did I do this? I love my mom, dad and brother. Sure you do, buddy. Uh, so uh, some of the other things were help me someone. Why, why did my grandpa die? God, please forgive me because I can't forgive myself. I will never forgive myself. I don't know why I did this. God help me. I will never forgive my state of mind. No one will forgive me. Not even me. Fuck's sake. I, it does seem like he has some regrets. You know what? Fuck your regrets. I don't give a fuck. You f- I don't give, I don't care about his regrets either. <laughs> like, abso- absolutely just fuck you. Um, I couldn't imagine being a first responder walking into that shit. Yeah. Like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so I think the worst part is that, um, you know, obviously his parents and brother do get reported missing because no one shows up for anything. And they did show up to the house like, uh, like police did. And finding everyone dead but Trey, they obviously knew who'd done it. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah, I, I don't know. All of this would be terrible enough on its own, but this actually wasn't the plan. Like, this was not his final plan. Uh, he had other plans. I don't like these plans. These plans are shit. I mean, all of these plans are shit. <laughs> At some point that evening, he falls asleep in the garage next to the body of his mother, which I'm like, that's got to be some really wild. fucked up shit. But the next morning, he drives to Waller Junior High School. So that's where he used to go. And his ultimate plan was to commit a mass shooting. What the fuck? Yeah. So that was like the original plan was the mass shooting. It was not killing his family. But he did kill his family because he wanted to spare them from having to live with the shame of him doing the mass shooting. Make it make sense. I hate this dude. I fucking hate him. Like That was the reason that he killed his family. Look, fuck's sake. Like... Out of all the reasons, 
Yeah, this ain't it, bro. This is not it. Also, fucking find help. Like, if you're at the point where you're thinking, well, I need to spare my my family from the shitstorm that I'm going to create, reach out to your psychologist, mate, or your psychiatrist, for fuck's sake. Well, like, do something. To be fair, to be fair, he did text his mother to do that. Dude is, like, how old was he? Like, in his 20s? 21? Yeah, he's in, tw- he's in his 20s. Fucking, he's an adult. You can make the yeah, phone call. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like... Yeah, so he had been planning uh, the mass shooting for some time Aww. and he had a goal of killing at least 70 people. For fuck's sake. He wanted to get the highest number. It's not a, it's not a video game. Like, this is not where you no. register your high score and win a prize. <sighs> he went to the school while it was crowded for a homecoming football game with an assault rifle and at least 100 rounds of ammunition. Fucking hate um, it. And his plan was to creep across the field and open fire on the home stands where people were sitting and then pick off as many people who survived when they were running. I hate it. I hate all of it. It's not good. But the silver lining is it never happens. He doesn't do the mass shooting. Why? Like, thank Very God, weird, right? but why? I mean, yeah, thank God. It's like, okay, thank God you didn't do the mass shooting, but now you've killed your parents for no reason because you didn't even do the mass shooting. <sighs> It's all bad. He never goes through with the plan. Uh, for some reason, he decides to change his mind and just leaves. Kind of fucking too late, man. Um, so he drives to a friend's house instead and confesses that he killed his parents and his brother. Um, and he was arrested there. He had the murder weapon on him and he confessed he was very cooperative. Can you imagine, right? Okay. Can you imagine if I walked to your place, right, or turned up to your place? I was just like, Amanda... I done something bad and I fucking confess that shit. I would hope to fuck that you would not let me in your house. You'd be like, oh, that's cool. Um, I've got to go to Woolies and get the <laughs> fuck out of there. Because I, I got to be honest, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't know what fuck, I would do. Fuck, man. I like, mean, my, like either way, whatever happens, I'm calling the cops. Uh, <laughs> but wouldn't you be terrified? Like this dude just committed to like, mm. he just confessed that he like killed his family and now he's here with the murder weapon. Oh, I just hate it. Yeah, no, I, I, I have no idea what the friend actually did apart from call the police, but I can't imagine actually, how terrifying. I don't, I, mean. I don't think that they did let him in because I think I read somewhere that he was sitting in his car outside. Yeah, I think I read that. Take that with a grain of salt, though. That's just my memory could be wrong. That is terrifying. Yeah. So he was um, interviewed for eight hours. Um, so this is how we have all the details of like what actually happened. Like that's how we know that he called his mum into the garage and all of that. He was very open with everything. He answered everything. He did say during his interview that, like, in relation to why he changed his mind about the mass shooting, um, all he said was maybe it was all just too real. Maybe his idea of murder was very different to the reality. And then once he'd already committed the triple homicide, he was like, actually, that was really bad. I don't think I want to do it anymore. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I don't think you need to actually commit said homicide for you to know that yeah, probably oh, not a good thing. Like, what absolutely. the fuck, my dude? What the <laughs> like, actual fuck? Like, most people would think that way, yes. Um, I think one of the – because uh, they haven't released the full eight hours or anything, but there was some news footage from the time that had snippets of the uh, in- interrogation. Mm. Um, and one of the weirdest things he said was – and this is a quote – the thing about my family is I would protect them with my life, but at the same time, if anyone was going to hurt them, it was going to be me. Oh, I hate it. I hate all of it. Throw it in the fucking bin. I hate it. Yeah, no. It. I, I mean, what the fuck does that even mean anyway? 
Like it just, it's kind of screams God complex, doesn't it? A little. I, I do wonder like if he just felt, I, I feel like even saying he just felt, but like if he felt isolated and like alone. Because apparently he did say in his interrogation a lot that he felt lonely. So you take out the people that, like, I un, I get it. I don't understand. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. But, like. It doesn't. If you feel lonely, you don't take out the people that are fucking, like, around you and that love you. Like. Exactly. Man, I understand that mentally he would not have been well, but also fuck you. Don't be a, a piece of shit of a human being. Well, I mean, like, for me, I read all this stuff about his paranoia and how he thought someone was going to break into the house and, like, all of that. But, like, none of that was directed at his parents. Right? Like. So, like, you can say that. You can say, okay, yeah, he was paranoid and maybe not in a really good, like, mental health state. But none of that was directed towards his parents. In fact, he dismantled one of the traps because he was scared that his parents would get hurt. So, like, what happened? How did he snap? Like, what the fuck happened that day that he was like, yep, okay, this is the day. I just don't understand how, like, even if you were wanting to spare your parents, how why that would be your first point of contact. Like, you know, like... Mm. Send them a fucking send them a voicemail saying I'm sorry for what I've done. Like disown me. You, don't no fuck off. Well, I mean, clearly he's not in his right mind. One hundred so logic probably does not apply at all. But it's it's pretty, it's pretty fucking bad. Like as bad as it can get, really. Yeah. No. What a fuck with. Like no, don't like it. Obviously, this was a pretty open and shut case because he completely confessed um, and he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. He's still there. He's still alive. Um, He's in a maximum security prison somewhere in Texas, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, wait. He got uh, transferred to a psychiatric facility. That's right. Right. But it's apparently not a good place and doesn't have a very good reputation, so he's probably not having a good time. Well, I don't feel bad for him. (laughs) However, like when he was sentenced, he – from – Everything that I heard and read, he seemed actually kind of relieved that he was going to prison forever. Maybe in his mind, he was like, well, I can't do anything else if I'm in, in prison. Right. And like, whoever. I will say, it did seem to me that he did regret um, killing his parents. Like, I, it definitely wasn't a case of like, oh, give a shit. Like, he did seem like he was remorseful that he did it. But also, I don't really care because he did it for no reason. Yeah. I mean... The problem is with all of this, like mental issues aside, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. one, you're an adult. If you feel like mentally you are not well, go help, go find help. Like, and yeah. if you need assistance to do that, then get assistance to do that. Like, don't just rely on your mum to make this fucking appointment for you. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. One. I did think that when I read that. I'm like, why would you text your mum to make the appointment? Look, you're in your 20s. I make know it that it's hard. Like, I don't like making appointments for myself. But, you know, I'm an you adult. You have to. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure if I told my mum, hey, mum, can you make this appointment for me? I don't want to make it, you know, anxiety. <laughs> um, she'd turn around and be like, the fuck? You're an adult. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, you, there's resources out there to fucking help. But also he cold hard, called his mum in to the garage, then shot her at point blank range. Fuck you. You should yeah. feel remorseful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't feel bad that he's feel, he feels bad about it at all because he fucking should. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, no. Um, so I guess, like, here's the missing pieces of information, the ones that probably would make this make more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still doesn't really make sense, but it's it's something, I guess. Um, was what no one knew previously was that Trey had spent hours studying serial killers and mass shootings, <sighs> which I do find weird after watching that video where he was talking about mass shootings because – 
I don't really feel like he gives any hint that he's like, yay, mass shooting. Right. Like he's just so blase. Like, he's very neutral about it. It's almost uncomfortable though how neutral he was about it. Yeah, I guess. But like for him to have been at the time studying them, mm. I f- he had to have been a good actor because like, I don't understand how he could have spent all that time studying it and being interested and not having said more or shown more emotion about it. Right. Like I feel like even for us doing this podcast, we do a lot of research into horrible people. Yeah. But I feel like we show enough disgust. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. That's so weird. But like so, so he did anime reviews and he used to give animes a rating. He used the same rating system. To rate the murderers. What? No. Five stars? Uh, so, <laughs> no, literally. Literally. No. So um, the higher the rating meant the more destructive the person was. <sighs> the categories that he had rated them on were choice of weapon, brutalness of attack, effectiveness of attack, and number killed. Stop it. I'm I'm for real. Like nah, that's stop it. <laughs> and I hated all the stuff that I've seen about it referred to it as his manifesto. And I'm like, stop it. You know it what? is not a manifesto. Any fucker that uses the word manifesto, stay the fuck away from me. Right? Like, <laughs> the amount of people that have done really oh, bad God. things and are just like, I have a manifesto. You know what? Uh, fuck off with your manifesto. <laughs> stay the yeah, exactly. fuck away from me. <laughs> you bad juju. <laughs> the one other thing that I am going to mention, and I'm so sorry I'm bringing this up again, but he mm. did admit in his police interview that instead of starting with people, he had been killing nah. animals. No, 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 no. What he used to do was he would just go out into like, I guess he must have lived in like a semi-rural area because he would just go out to like farms and shoot cattle. No. Nah. Um, and he did admit to killing one of his pets, which was a three-month-old kitten. No. Nah. Because it annoyed him. No. Nah. You know what? You annoy um, me, Trey. hate it. Fuck off. <laughs> The worst thing is the kitten was in the videos. No, so. no, stop. So it's it's really hard for me to um, reconcile, like seeing the videos of him like playing with a kitten, knowing how was this not a rad flag him. for anybody? But no one knew that that had happened. He just stopped um, showing the kitten. But like, no one knew what happened to did it. Did his parents not know? I, I would assume not, because I'm assuming if his parents did know, they would have done something about it. But he also had, like, there was a rabbit that was in a lot of the videos and no one knows still uh. what happened to it. He said that it ran away from its hatch. I'm not convinced knowing what I know now. You know what? This guy fucking sucks. Like, uh, absolutely. Throw him in the fucking bin. I'm done. <laughs> one last. Oh, I can't act. take anymore. Look, no more animals, I promise. But this is just, like, one last thing that I found and I was just like, this is fucking weird. Okay. While Trey was in prison, um, he exchanged letters with James, and I'm really going to fuck up his last name here, but it's James Siva Kumaran. Okay. Say is how you say his name. Um, in 2013, um, so James was planning on a mass shooting at the University of Central Florida. Um, however, he didn't end up going through with it. Um, instead, he killed himself before he carried it out, but he did leave behind notebooks of his plans. A manifesto? I guess. Um, (laughs) But James had been writing to Trey. I hate it. I hate it. James received a letter from Trey, I think it was like the next day after he killed himself. Um, And I'm just going to include one of the creepier quotes that were in it. (sighs) 
Okay. This is what Trey said to James. I haven't been hearing about any big shootings or anything on the news, but these incidents usually have some space between them. Usually people will commit suicide after they do something like that to escape getting arrested or having to go through the hassle of a trial. If someone gets to that point in life like I was, you don't really care about what happens anymore. I I just hate it. I, I just fucking... So do I. So it, um, the, the rest of the letters were reviewed and Trey had no part in the plans for like in James's plans for the mass shooting. But he, he wasn't a part of it. Um, but clearly they were discussing mass shootings. Why? You, so see, this pisses me off because like Trey's been in jail. You'd think, uh, considering you had a bit of remorse that you should probably convey that remorse to other people and say, nah, it I fucking feel bad. Like, don't do this. Well, I mean, I don't think that he knew that James was specifically planning on a mass shooting. But, um, but I think to me, it's like, what, the thing that stood out to me was like the hassle of a trial. That's yeah. the thing that you take away from a mass shooting. Also, Trey, look, friend, this shit got you to where you are. <laughs> this is, you know, you got too fucking hung up on mass shootings mm. and you went all fucking weird about it all. And now you don't have a family because you brutally murdered them and now you're in jail and probably not a good place to be either. So uh, maybe we should not talk about mass shootings. Yeah, just um, maybe. With other people, just some <laughs> food for thought, perhaps. Uh, fuck. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, maybe we should just stop talking about shootings in general. Right. Maybe uh, this should just be a... A no, a not not subject for you uh, <laughs> that you should not participate in in the future because fuck you. That's why. Well, like I, I don't know. There's a part of like there's a part of me that's like he seems like so far removed from the reality of what happened. So like yeah, like him saying oh like the hassle of a trial and like another thing that he said um, in his interrogation footage that I did manage to see was like when he was talking about how he went back and shot everyone again to make sure they were dead. He was like, oh, I didn't want to leave anyone like lying there for hours suffering. Like it just sort of seems like really removed. It's so blase. Yeah, like just really removed from like the reality. But then there are other things that I've seen that he's like said or whatever where he actually does seem remorseful. And I'm like, I don't know which one is you. Right. I mean, it's probably the detached one. Because how else would you have done this? Like he act like aside from what he did to his mum and his dad, he actively like essentially tortured his brother, right? Like his brother was mm. locked in a bathroom, already wounded, and you went fucking psych like crazy. Like you went absolute full metal jacket trying to get mm-hmm. in there. So what the fuck? Like I, I just I wonder if like how much of that is actually like the remorse that he shows is actually true remorse. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know. Or whether it's performative, whether mm. he thinks it'll, like, help him in some way. I, I don't know. I hate it. I, I even thought that about, like, the messages on the wall where he seems like he regretted what he did. I'm like, how much of that was to make it seem like you're insane? Mm. I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know. Right. He was on antipsychotic medication, so he clearly did have some mental health issues. But I don't know that he was crazy to a point of, like, it seeming, like murder would be a good idea you know what I mean right like I wonder if it was just a case of like he hadn't taken his antipsychotics for a bit like too long his paranoia was maybe you know rife and whatever whatever but even still it's just it's not a like it no 
But like, I mean, I've, I've kind of avoided saying it up until this point, but he had bipolar. That's what he was taking the medication for. Mm. Because I feel like saying that makes it seem like bipolar people are crazy. Which right. It gives him an excuse. Um, it does, but it's on. not an excuse. 100%. Absolutely not. So I, I just don't accept that as a reason. I don't. I just don't think that's a reason right, like, at all. I I fully believe that, you know, there are certain um, mental issues that can contribute to a, a severe downfalling, but at the same time it's not a fucking excuse. Like, no, and it just perpetuates this idea of people that have mental health issues are dangerous or scary or whatever, but, like, yeah. it's just – cunts like these that just do really shitty fucking things um well i mean that's like the thing like how many millions of people right now are probably walking around with bipolar who exactly. aren't murdering people exactly and i don't want to like associate that and like further like the stigma right around that like it, it's not a reason no it's not this guy was just a shitty person um you yeah, made a really terrible decision yeah obviously and yeah hurt people that shouldn't have been fucking hurt so fuck you trey you got what you yeah get. i <laughs> I, I just can't find enough, like, sympathy to be like, oh, I understand. Right. Because I don't. I just don't understand. Right. Like, I think that a part of me at first was just like, oh, well, maybe it was mental health issues and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm just like, no, 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 no. No, it's not. Fuck you. You're a terrible human being. You did terrible things. Like, you don't get an excuse. Like, it sucks because a lot of people will probably search for um, some form of reasoning like especially mm. those that mourn and grieved um, for the loss of their family. But you don't get an excuse. You don't get a no, cop out. You're just not. a really shitty person. So I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. I don't have no, it. I don't feel bad. He's exactly where he should be and that's in prison forever. Absolutely. So that's the uh, that's, that's the case of Mr. Anime. What a horrible, horrible story. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, it was it was a rough one. That's why it kind of took me a while. I mean, also I reviewed a lot of the footage and I did try to find like more in the interrogation because it kind of seemed like he gave a lot of details, but they didn't release that much. So oh, I couldn't God. even find court documents or anything. Like it was pretty hard. No, I hate it. I hate all of this. I also, I, I just a, a side note on this. I hate that I could find out every single thing about him and what he did, but I could barely find anything on his family. Right. Yeah. I wanted to start this episode with much more detail about, like, the victims in the situation instead of 100%. it all just being about him. Couldn't find it. Yeah. I think that's one of the bad things that. about, like, the internet and true crime and stuff like that is that there's so much information about, like, the people that do bad things. Yeah. It's really hard to highlight the um the people that lost their lives that were, you know, um, Yeah, no, it's it really life. hard to even find what his parents did for a job. It mm. took me ages. Damn. And then, like, I end up only just, like, finding that on Reddit. That's so, fucking like, wild. Like, the whole thing yeah. is just fucking wild. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely that. <laughs> God damn it. Now I'm going to look at every YouTuber and be like, what's, what's going on behind the, behind the okay, camera? Okay, all right. Look, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that there are many YouTubers <laughs> out there that are c- capable of murder, okay? Right. Well, I but I'm sure, that. like, that, you know, a lot of people looked at him and didn't think that he was going to, so. Uh. True. <laughs> It is wild, though, like, realistically, when you think back, like, because you and I are very prevalent on the internet, like, we grew up as internet children, right? Yeah. How many people have we followed or, like, that were in a place of, like, influencership 
um, mm. that have fallen from grace or some scandals coming out and you're just like, what the <sighs> fuck? You are actually trash. No, but the thing is that I hate about the internet is that usually games are more popularity. Right. Again, I'm going to bring it up. I hate that I'm doing it again, but the Logan Paul suicide forest thing mm. got more popular from that. Um, even like, you know, uh, like the Shane Dawson stuff, he's still popular. People You're still right. watch his shit. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's not many people who have, um, I mean, I'm not talking about murder here specifically, but just being terrible human beings that don't gain off it. Mm. In regards to the internet anyway. I think it's such a, like, we're at such a point in the digital age where it's just like any, like, it really just falls back on that any publicity is good publicity at this point. And that sucks. Do you remember, do you remember that case where, um, and he was a small streamer, can't remember his name, honestly, not mad that I can't because I don't want to give him any more publicity. But um, it was a small streamer. He was Australian and he hit his wife on yeah. stream. Yeah. And then he gained a lot of popularity from that. Yeah, during Fortnite. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Because he, he was apparently meant to do something and he hadn't. So his wife was kind of nagging him or whatever. Yeah, and I think she made him. He hit her live on stream. I feel like she made him food or something. Yeah, it was either like dinner or something to do with their child because their child was there as well. Yeah. Um, and he just hit her in front of the kid and everything. Fucking wild. And then he was more popular after that, and there were people defending him, saying that the wife was annoying. Like, this is what I mean. Trash. I feel like unless you do something actually horrible, like this this case. Actually, you know what? That's not even fair. A lot of the things that, like, uh, online personalities have done that were truly horrible anyway, that just weren't murder, and they're still popular, is wild. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I think this just opens up the whole can of worms of that, like, the internet has brought everyone so so much closer um, mm. it's so like, it's, it feels like it can be so prevalent. Like it always, yeah. like when one happens, it feels like, um, the whole cancel thing is like triggered. And then there's like a bad, like a, a cancel wave essentially. Yeah. Um, but then it doesn't really mean anything. Oh no, of course not. No one's ever actually held accountable. No. Oh, this is an argument uh, for another day. <laughs> it is, but it's just like, it's truly uh, kind of wild. Cause you know, this happened 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. You know, wild. I I wonder sometimes, like, if this happened today, what the response would be. I mean, I mean, overall, I think it'd be very damning because this is a very horrible crime. But also, we covered that. Oh, what was her name? Um, the TikTok killer that we covered. Oh, uh, um, Isabel Gomez. Yeah, Gomez. Something like that. Sorry. Yeah, Isabel. I remember that. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, even now, people are still like fascinated with her and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, there will always be. I mean. It's the same as when Ted Bundy was a... Like, I was about you know. to say, this isn't really a new thing. You just see more of it because it's yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. We're more you know? connected and shit. Um, but yeah, so that's a case that I had to re- I researched and now I'm really glad it's out of my brain. Yeah, this is wonderful. I'm sitting in a dark room. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm just unhappy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, sorry about that. <laughs> um... <gasps> yeah, having to like look at this. Uh, why I had to like shut this the other like night when I was finishing it off, I was like um, looking at the crime scene photos, like of the house like destroyed. Oh um, god! I decided to freak myself out, being like, I know what happened in there. That's so, so even creepy. though there was like nothing graphic in the photos, it was still just like kind of freaking me out. Yeah, so I had, to, had to stop. <laughs> creepy. So yeah, I I mean uh, I think I saved like one of them. And it's just like of the uh, doors and wall, I think. Um, 
Still, it still kind of creeps me out to look at it, to be honest. I hate it. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It's just weird. Like, why? Why would you? Yeah. Um, and I mean, like the other photos that I've seen of like the house, it was it was in bad shape. Like he'd really done a number on it. The fuck? Just weird. Just nah. I just want to put it all in the bin. I I'm glad I don't have to think about this for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that terrible story. <sighs> Man, you know what's not terrible though? What? Our Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> the segue. <laughs> Um, yeah, we have those. That's the thing that we do have. You can find us um, at Instagram or Twitter at Devil's Margarita. Or you could send us an amazing email. Uh, we do get one email. I was um, going to say uh, thank you. Shout out to Gav who um, sent us an email. Um, amazing. I'm just going to find it again because basically all it said was, what was it? I did uh, send it Ted Bundy was a piece of shit as requested. Yeah. Love that. Appreciate you, Gav. Uh, that was amazing. That's exactly what we wanted. Yes, that um, made my night. <laughs> It did. it did. The worst thing is I checked the email at like 12.30 at night and I'm like, <laughs> and then I sent you the message at like 12.30 at night. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you. He also sent me a message actually saying that he appreci- he liked our, our last episode. So oh, lovely. thanks for just being a lovely human. Thanks for being so nice. I know, right? Big preach. Um, so yeah, very much appreciated. Yeah. Send us an email. I just realized we didn't give you the email address because I can't remember what it is. Um, I think it's Devil's Margarita Pod. Yes, it's Devil's Margarita Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. I will also put it in the show notes. I can never remember it for some reason. But yeah, I guess we'll uh, talk to you the next time we talk to you. We will. Please don't go. I don't, you know what? I don't even know. Just don't do this. Just this. Um, don't do it. Just like I feel like as a general rule of thumb in all situations in life, no murder. Yeah, murder not good. No. Let's not let's not be doing that. Don't even question it. Just not good. Exactly. Don't do that. It's like it's always a no. Yeah. Hard no. Not even a, like not even possibly a soft no. Just, just hard hard no. no. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll 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 talk to you soon. Alrighty. Okay. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye.